Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, DK Networks, Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D. What's going on here with the uh, the old shirt here, Kelly? What's happening right there? Let me just button that one up. Uh, I know, I got ladies, sorry. On. Just wanted to pull in the ladies. <laughs> For the opening of the show. <laughs> Apologize for that. Uh, on the show today, uh, we do have the crack man, but he's not in studio. He's uh, remote. He's in New York. So we'll just we'll talk to him for a couple of segments today. So unscripted with the crack man. I hope uh, you got a great parking spot again. Hope he did. Oh, yeah. Remember the last time we were, I was right. like, how the hell did he get that parking spot? Right. He was talking to us <laughs> in a legal parking spot. Uh, it's phenomenal. We'll talk to him. Frank Schwab from Yahoo. Talk NFL with us. Jay Connor, old buddy, talks some NHL, some early season NHL. His thoughts on uh, Hart Trophy, on the Vezina Trophy, not to mention uh, games tonight in the National Hockey League. And uh, Tim Murray from Beeson Primetime will join us to talk college football, uh, host of the College Football Betting Podcast as well here at Beeson. Have you heard the College Football Betting Podcast? They do a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, great, um, great job of that. We'll talk teasers in the National Football League. Um, yes, I made it to the show today via Chopper. Uh, they sent the uh, the Beeson Chopper for me. Uh, I did the whole put the attache case over my head duck thing under the propellers because I think that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, they, the yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. so how you run to a chopper. That's right. And you also it, don't walk to one. You no, run. no, no. Yeah, you, yeah. you run and you duck. <laughs> And then it landed on top of the D. I don't know. A lot of people didn't know there's a helipad on top of the D. No, I had to do U-turns like three times on the strip to get here. It's the actual truth. Really? You know what yeah, because is it I, not completely shut down yet? No, I'm actually in a good window, but they did close off Harmon from this. Oh, this is getting too much in the weeds. Yeah. But essentially, I couldn't make my normal left turn, so I had to go around and then U turn, and then it's a whole thing. I'm going to dinner at Caesars tonight, so it ought to be a quite an That's experience. A <laughs> stupid idea. It's just really stupid. By the way, you see the tweet yesterday where I can't remember who it was. It was it Ray Pierce or Buddhist Man or one of those? He he. Uh, sorry that I don't remember exactly, but it was like your answer to the college football question the other day of Syracuse oh, yeah, yeah. is one of the fun. <laughs> I was dancers. trying to remember the. I was trying to remember those running backs years. I was <laughs> off by like fifteen years. Okay. Uh, last night, I don't usually start off the show with a bad beat because bad beats are a dime a dozen. Uh, SVP and Stanford Steve do such a great job with it on uh, on ESPN. Okay. And I don't know that this is going to be the worst beat of the year in college football. I was going to say, are you go college football here. This that was great last night, but it's certainly going to be in the year-end yeah. montage of them. Yeah. Uh, and I happen to know a person who had a bet on each side of this. So, uh, in case you missed the action last night, Buffalo at Miami of Ohio. 
it was a seven and a half point spread in favor of Miami of Ohio. They end up winning it 23 to 10, but that was not without its late game shenanigans. Miami converted a couple fourth downs on the drive that got them to that covering, if you will, 23 to 10 lead. Uh, but then with uh, three minutes and four seconds left in this game, sorry for those who had Buffalo here, they have to relive this for a second, but three minutes and four seconds left in this game, second and 15 at their own 20. Uh, Buffalo's quarterback, Cole Snyder, goes to Marlon Johnson, who breaks free. And he goes 80 yards, nay, 79 yards. Pardon me. Because on his way, on his way into the goal, uh, past the goal line or through, the, through the, uh, the plane, he tries to stretch his arms out. He wasn't showboating. He's just trying to stretch his arms out to get the ball there because he had a pursuer. And the defender still, still like. Okay, go ahead. He didn't have to do it. I didn't think he had to do it at all, but yeah, okay. But he did it. But he did it. And the defender slaps down on his arm. Ball comes loose about a yard and a half, I guess, somewhere in that area before he gets the goal line. He crosses the plane. The ball then fumbles into the end zone. So while even if you have Buffalo at that time, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. It appears that a Buffalo offensive lineman by the name of uh, Demetrius Harris then lands on the ball in the back of the end zone. Nope, not that either. On review, his left knee, I believe it was his left knee. Don't hold me to the to which knee. But I think it was his left knee on the chalk, if you will, in the back of the end zone. No recovery, no touchdown. That's how the game would end. Uh, Buffalo would get the ball back one more time, but then there was you know, 25 seconds. There was strip sack immediately. That is a brutal. So Will Hill, we had Will Hill on the show yesterday. He had Buffalo plus the points, if you remember. Oh, so he was on the bad side of that. And of course, you know who's on the good side of everything like this? He, as great a sports better as he is, I've said this before on the show, he's as lucky as he is good. Todd Wishnev, Steve Fezzik. Steve Fezzik. <laughs> We, we need to do a whole deep dive on just how Stevie Luckbox, Todd calls him, Stevie yeah, Luckbox. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's gotten to the point where any outcome like this, you're like, let me guess who Fezzik had in this game. <laughs> sure enough, he had Miami Ohio. It's amazing. Some people, by the way, as smart as he is, I'd take his luck over everything. Give me that luck. Yeah. yeah it's incredible. Okay, I hear you. Might be, uh, might be texting Steve later. I feel like he can get me, he can get me somehow in through like a, uh, in through a cart through the back door of the loading dock at Caesars or something like that. He's got that seven star connection. Oh, you know? he has all those yeah, tricks. Yeah. He's all legit. You know what the guy? You know my valet, uh, one of the valet guys at uh, at my building said about F one today. He goes, he goes, uh, Gil. You know what? Uh, you know what? No one's anticipating. I'm like, what? He goes, the noise. Oh, totally. He's like, yeah, you have your earplugs yeah, yeah. for sleep tonight. I'm like, oh no, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> All right. I have game. so many more questions for you, but I don't so, want to do it on there. I can just tell you all kinds of what stuff. Uh, tonight is the uh, tonight is the practice. We're talking about practice tonight. Tomorrow's the qualifying, and then uh, Saturday, the race itself. Uh, okay, tonight, Thursday night football. Your reward for sitting through the Panthers and the Bears last Thursday is that you get the Bengals and the Ravens tonight. That is a marquee matchup for the crew at Amazon. Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is 46, as we discussed yesterday with the whole Deshaun Watson stuff. And then as the course of the show, you know, as the course of the show played out, we learned that it would not be P.J. Walker as the Cleveland Browns quarterback, that it would be DTR. Essentially, I made the case here that with Cleveland now led by either of those two guys the rest of the year, Pittsburgh being the magic bean six and three, the Bengals still remain the Ravens top, uh, Ravens top competition, but they go into this game a game and a half back in the standings and already having lost the Ravens earlier this year. So if the Ravens win this game, they essentially will not just have a two and a half game lead in the standings over the Bengals, their primary rival here, if you buy into that premise, 
But essentially, it'd be three games, three and a half, with the sweep of the season series. Now, if you look at this game, a couple, couple conflicting things. I want to sort of make the case for the Ravens. By the way, do you have a play on this? I do not. Correct. I do. You do? I, I, do you I did play the Bengals small. Um, okay. And by small, I mean I have the exact same amount of money on this game as I did on the Blazers under last night. So if that helps <laughs> okay. put it in perspective, yes. Uh, you, you alluded to this yesterday. So the Ravens yeah. are seven and three. Mm-hmm. The Ravens very well could be. I know this sounds crazy because it's a three-game difference. They could be 10-0. and 0. Right. They had no business losing any of those three games. Uh, they have tr- so so ten ball games, sixty minutes a game. I'll do the math for you, Kelly. That's six hundred minutes of football. Uh, they've also played overtime, so it's actually more. You know how many total minutes the Ravens have trailed this season? Twenty nine. 28. Did you know that? Yeah, oh, you know. <laughs> 28. I thought I brought up on Monday. Actually. Oh, I didn't know that you said the number. I didn't know that you said yeah, the no, number. No, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I did. 28 I minutes of football. Uh, Bengals, on the other hand, you know, good in, in-game adjustment team. Ravens are the first halves this year as a result of what we were just talking about, having led for all but 28 minutes this year. They are 8-2 against the spread in the first half. File that away. From a full-game uh, perspective, uh, Twelve. The Bengals are twelfth in DVOA using Aaron Schatz's proprietary stats. Uh, the Bengals are twelfth in DVOA against the pass. They're 29th against the run, which really plays into the Ravens, or which really plays into the Ravens' strengths on offense. Um, Ravens are number one in rush DVOA. Again, DVOA is analysis, granular analysis of each and every play of a football season juxtaposed against an average outcome of uh, of that play given the circumstances. And the Bengals specifically are bad against running quarterbacks, allowing the fourth most yards per game to that position. Enter Lamar Jackson, who in his eight career games against the Bengals, first of all, the Ravens have won seven of those, Lamar Jackson averages 79.5 rushing yards per game against the Bengals, or as Matt Brown calls them, the Bengals. Um, they're not good against tight ends either. Enter Mark Andrews into the equation. So there's all that. Uh, and then you go on the other side of the ball, Ravens defense second in DVOA overall. And since Wink Martindale has go- has uh, left the Ravens, since he's been you know, away from that Ravens defense, and Mike McDonald became the defensive coordinator. Burrow, three total meetings, small sample size, but in three total meetings, he's only thrown for 217, 242, and 222 against the Ravens. So that's because they've, they've sort of backed off the blitz. Wink Martindale used to blitz all the time against him. So that's, that's a lot of stuff in the Ravens column right there. There's only one issue with that. And the reason I know there's only one issue with that is because we had Dr. Bob, who happened to be on the, uh, the Megapod a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. by the way, Cleve TA on the Megapod after this show today, uh, with Will Hill, Todd Wishnev, and myself. Nice. But that was the week where the Bengals were playing the Niners, and I had the Bengals plus the points against the Niners, and the Bengals ended up rolling in that game. Dr. Bob buttressed that point by saying, do you know what Joe Burrow is? or the Bengals are, as a dog of three or more the last three years. As a dog of three or more points the last three years, which is, of course, applies, which, of course, applies here. I'm going to say they have a winning record since you're leading into it that way, Gil, but I can't believe, I, I can't imagine there's that many games either. Well, it's 13 of them. Okay. 13 total games. It's actually a little bit more than I was expecting. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. A handful. I would have guessed like 8, 9, 10. They are... 12-0-1 against the spread yeah. in these situations. 12-0-1. Oh, 
when they are dogs of three or more points the last three years. They are nine and four straight up as well. So I've said that a couple times this week. Uh, Joe Burrow is great as a dog, but those are the numbers to back it up, courtesy of Dr. Bob. So all that Raven stuff I said, to me, I'm not a, I'm not a, huge, not a huge trends guy. Um, that's a pretty compelling one, but that's a lot of those are a lot of checks in the Ravens column yeah, big, tonight. Big injuries too in this game. In yes. my mind, they kind of cancel each other out. Though you're not going to have Sam Hubbard on the Bengals side. Trey Hendrickson looks like he will go. Try to give it a go. You don't have T. Higgins though still uh, out there on the Ravens side. Looks like Marlon Humphrey will likely be out. He's listed as doubtful right uh, right now. Ronnie Stanley out on the offensive line. Ronnie Stanley though, um, six more pressures allowed this year than he did all of last season so might not be as bad a loss as you think we'll come back more nfl on the other side numbers game visa the sports betting network witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. With so many games on the board, there's no better time to put the VSIN experts to work for you. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get access to our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24 7 video access. Sign up today and get your first 30 days for only $19 to see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Visit slash subscribe to sign up now. We get tweets. At beating the book, Kelly, this is about your dinner tonight. This is from Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe 61222. 61221 was taken. He's a big fan of this show. Thank you, Cantaloupe. So, was in Las Vegas last weekend, had dinner at the Palms and Caesars. Uh, oh, the, the, palm, the palm restaurant right outside in the forum shops there. He goes, 
uh, left friend's house at Paradise at uh, 4.45 p.m., got to Caesars at 6 p.m. Brutal. Oh, the- Thanks, F1. Canceled dinner, he said. Oh, that was a week ago. The timing was the, was the crucial part there. Paradise right where I live. So yeah, you can't you can't be hit can't be hitting the hitting the freeway at four forty five. Israel Negron, he says Gilad would stop saying Baltimore should be ten and zero. I said, well, yeah, okay. I said, I mean, could be ten and zero, right? You're probably right. Maybe not should be, could be. The Ravens, he said, have shown us who they are. I would give you one, maybe two crazy losses. Three is a pattern. That's well, I, I agree with you. I think that's correct. Um, can't finish some of these games. So uh, that is a. Uh, that is a good tweet right there. I would agree with that. At some point, it becomes your identity. Chris Heath, does the high-priced and incredibly low-functioning monorail help with any of this traffic? I mean, it does have three stops. <laughs> no. The answer is no, <laughs> I was it does not. A, I was having a discussion with an Uber driver just about that the other day. Uh, where he not. was freaking out about it. But he's like, he's like, I'd love to just privately buy that thing because it was such a disaster project. Oh, horrible. Yeah, all three stops. <laughs> Stephen Vegas pointing out what we just saw come across the screen. The Las Vegas A's official unanimous vote to move here after 2025. Uh, seasons 26, 27 will be split between Oracle and San Francisco and Las Vegas ballpark in Summerlin. Is that true? Wow. How about that for local baseball? Four major sports added in eight years, if you count UNLV waking up finally. Is that right about the split? Wait, say again? He said in, uh, he said Oracle, it's going gonna, it's gonna to split between... Seasons 26-27 will be split between Oracle in San Francisco and Las Vegas Ballpark in Summerlin. That can't be. That can't be right. I should probably double-check tweets before I read. That can't be right. Um, But either way, I think about the city of Oakland. Uh, I know Las Vegas rejoices. And I've already said my opinion about, like, I don't think baseball works here in the same way that other sports do because I think it's a destination for for opposing fan bases. I'll just use my D.C. folks. If the Caps or the Skins are playing here, everybody's like, let's make a weekend of it. Yeah. But nobody's coming for a four-game set for the uh, Nats, for the uh, the Orioles, say, for, if you're in Baltimore. One, one um, of the great parts of living out in here. In July. Yeah, one of the great parts of living out here is you get people coming and friends and, and family and whatever come out here for reasons like that that you would maybe not see otherwise. So it's great, like my cousin. It would be great. Uh, that part's great. But who's doing that for a baseball game? I just don't think that's happened in the middle of the city summer. of Oakland. Um, Raiders are here. A's are coming here. Warriors are in San Francisco. Has not been a great stretch. Yes, there's blame to go around there, but I, I do feel for for some of my people. And you know what? I bet the A's aren't going to bring the feral cats with them too. So that's they are not probably leaving them behind. Feral cats will rule the roost. If we're mixing metaphors, just, just let them go. <laughs> That's right. Release them. All right, is it time for teaser time? We want to do some teasers? Let's do it. Teaser time. It's teaser time. All right. Brian says it great. Slim pickings this week. Kelly Bidlin has a poetic license here to come up with Wong and non-Wong teasers alike. What do you got? Yeah, even the even the dolphins are out of my uh, non-Wong teaser range. <laughs> you still you still didn't bet that. By the way, before we get into this, we should point out because because the Browns, you know, shenanigans was such not shenanigans, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All the Browns drama yesterday was such a uh, big part of the show yesterday because it was happening in real time. Uh, not just Deshaun Watson being ruled out for the season with shoulder ending uh, sh- season ending shoulder surgery before the show, but then we learned about three quarters of the way through the show that the Browns are going to go DTR instead of PJ Walker. I couldn't understand it when it first came down. Uh, Cleve T.A. was on the Megapod today, had a different perspective on it because PJ Walker has been. He's been awful when you take his aggregate work, but he's had good moments uh, in a couple of these. But that line at the time when we thought it was P.J. Walker, 
from Deshaun to PJ Walker went from four. Remember, I loved it at guessing uh, on Monday on guessing yep. lines. I loved the Browns at four with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I loved it just as much, if not more, with PJ Walker at two and a half. Yeah, we both said that. Or two. Yep. Now, with DTR, it is. It is one. Or a pickup. Serga has a pickup. I saw a pickup in some spots. Yeah, Serga has a pickup up in this game. So there are pickups a couple spots. One over at DraftKings Brown side. So included that one for for this exercise, just because, you know, if anybody wants to mess around with some six and a half pointers or something like that, uh, definitely one you can include. Total is 33, by the way. And especially wanted to include it because the total is 33 points in the NFL in 2023. So each one of those points is super duper valuable in a teaser. Um, So got them down. I've got Lions. That number is down to seven and a half most places as it looks like Justin Fields is going to get the go for the Bears. So Bears Bears at the Lions. Lions laying seven and a half in that one. Uh, Commanders, nine. This doesn't really hit eight and a half anywhere yet, but I think people be. No, it has. Circa has eight and a half. Uh, eight and a half, and DraftKings is down to eight and a half, too. So that might be one you really love, but we're uh, down nine, eight and a half in that range uh, for the Commanders. The Rams catching one point against the Seahawks right now. So, same thing if you want to do a six and a half pointer, gets you up over the seven uh vikings plus two and a half at the broncos and eagles plus two and a half at the chiefs anything that you like this week sir let's flash them up all on the screen as one group if you could guys back there so we can uh, see them at a glance the the commodores are the one that strikes me initially right if you can get that into the long range specifically uh and there are some eight and a halfs out there still and it's not because i grew up loving this team this to me is the one time where you can count on this football team to win this game. I say that and I, I, you know, there's an internal dialogue in my head as that comes out of my mouth. That's like, oh, no, did you just say that? But I really do believe the Giants are just that bad, yeah. obviously. Laid the wood with the Cowboys and all those points last week. But uh, come on, Commodores, you got to get this done. You got to get the win here. And I think if you can tease that down, that's a play. Uh, the other one is... We, we even saw some Browns plus ones show up yesterday. If that somehow drifts that way mm-hmm. again, the Browns would be an unbelievable teaser leg. I'd play it as a teaser leg right here. I know it's not technically a longer, but like to me, I'm still going to be on the Browns in this game. I am not like I am not completely swayed by the fact that oh just because it's dtr this isn't a good bet so by that by virtue of that i still love them as a teaser leg too. catch you know give me six points at home so the browns and the commodores leap off the page for me um this is one too gil like this is a game you might get you might get the chance to tease it both ways you pay very well like you could i mean you could hit the six and a half right now with the steelers where it is browns one most places but i i'm the with you i think 33. there's a chance it and, crosses and this psa by the way for new newish betters sports books will allow you to tease these two teams together they will allow you to do that if you're like what do you mean what are you talking about steelers brown you can create this massive middle for yourself that it will be tight either way if you prefer to do it that way. Some of the other options, though, um, that we have here, and if we could just uh, throw up that graphic again just so we have them here at a glance, I just think, thank you guys, I think the, uh, 
I think the Lions getting it done against the Justin Fields Bears is also a nice little leg there. The ones that's, and I'm going to be on the Vikings too, so I inherently love the Vikings leg against the Broncos as well. That is a long leg, teased up through the three and the seven. I think I, that's my favorite one. I think Josh Dobbs gets it done against the Broncos team that didn't do anything offensively the other night in victory against the Bills. Had every opportunity in the world to blow out the Bills, couldn't take it. The one that I want no part of is the Rams and the Seahawks. I kind of like yeah. the Eagles, yep. but you know how the Chiefs go. They could they could win that by double digits, too. So I kind of like the Eagles. But the Rams-Seahawks one is the one. If you're asking me, what do I want no part of there, it's that one. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think you could make a case for the rest of them. Um, Steelers, Browns, that's interesting because it, it was such a low total. I'm seeing one place far away, 32 on this game total 32 <laughs> i mean like when you start talking that like it almost feels like you need to include include one of these sides in a teaser getting so much value on those points um i might end up doing that i haven't been i haven't been any teasers yet but that vikings leg does interest me i'm not i'm not as high on the dobbs move as we've discussed earlier this week as you are but i still think catching two and a half taking it up to eight and a half against denver i i like that bet um Eagles Chiefs. I don't necessarily. I, I'm not going to play it. I wouldn't hate anybody teasing up I, the Eagles. I feel the same. Either. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. Like about I, it. I don't. I, w- I know they're coming off a bye and everything, and we, everybody wants to talk about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes off a bye. But th- we know what this offense is like th- these days. This is not. The defense run, is the better unit, right? right now. They're not going to run out and put up fo- you know 45 points on the Eagles. So I think. I think that game's going to be relatively close. So I have no problems with anybody thinking they want to tease the Eagles out there. Uh, I will say this. I'm, I'm on a ridiculous run on the Megapod. We all keep track of our records yearly. And while ATS, the sides and the totals, I'm in the lead. I'm in last by a game, but still in last in teasers. Like, for some reason, they have not worked out for me this year. Interesting. In the way that it has for Todd and for Will. It, it's been really interesting to me this year of how many weeks I've either loved them or how many weeks, like, there, there's just been no options. Was it last week where there weren't there that, there yeah, weren't that I many? Yeah, I don't think I had one yeah. last week. These are good, though. With the exception of that Rams Seahawks, because who knows with the Rams. We'll come back. College football with Tim Murray. Beast and Zone next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break and talk about Zid Nicotine Pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one. But Zid Nicotine Pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zin at your local convenience store or online at Zin.com. I will spell that for you. Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We get tweets at beating the book. Two twins, one plate. Aguila, I absolutely love your show. Monday's my favorite day when I have you and Kelly to keep me entertained and informed. Oh, and that other tweet that said you have a smooth nighttime DJ voice. 100% agree. Also, Kelly cracks me up with, am I crazy? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Two yeah, tweets, one play. Jesse Welch, shout out to Jason Weingarten for the Gunnar Henderson pre-flop call. Even bigger shout out for suggesting to double back when it was 25 to 1 on Rookie of the Year in the American League. Huge cash for me again. Back-to-back years. Thanks to you. Thanks to Jason for that, by the way. And congratulations to everybody who has cashed on all of the awards, which, again, um, our guy from ESPN tweeted out mistakenly last week and gave out all the winners. Oh, passing. Yeah. Jeff passing. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, oops, got to gotta retweet it. Are we, are, are we 100% so far on that? 100%. 100%. Oh, you, you hadn't updated me on that. Okay. 100% so far. Uh, yes, Vegas Vice and uh, Vegas Vice informing me as well as, uh, as, well as, as Paul Krause that, yeah, one of the options looks like 
that it could be part in Oracle Park. Some games in Oracle Park, they're not sure about the A's moving forward. So, uh, appreciate that clarification. We'll see how it works out. Numbers guy, numbers guys, Gil, you're, you're a man of a similar age as I. Syracuse did used to be a powerhouse in the 80s, right? I'm not misremembering that, right? Yes, but the question was about football. Yes, they were a powerhouse in basketball, but Kelly was asked about who, who his 70s football powerhouses could be. I was thinking yeah, like uh, late 50s, early 60s, apparently. That's what you were thinking about, sure. And then uh, the angriest guy in Kentucky uh, cursing at me in a, in a fond way about not having pro tips anymore. He's very upset about pro tips. Lazy.com <laughs> every day. What's that? They're up at Vizen.com every day. Vizen.com every, every day, without the jingle, though, should point out. We don't do the jingle anymore. We apologize for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the host of VEASAN Primetime. Not only that, he's also the host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. And you can follow him on the old Twitter. They call it X now, the kids, at 1TimMurray. That's the number one Tim Murray. It's Tim Murray, everybody. How you doing, Tim? What's up, Gil? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing very well, man. Can, before we get to your picks on college football... Can I just ask you, because I haven't had a chance to yet, how you feel if you were, if I was like, all right, Tim, how's this going to play out the last two weeks of the regular season and championship uh, week? Who's going to end up in the playoff? You think it goes how from this point forward? Ooh, that is, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I will say as much as I think Alabama is playing much better right now, I, I think Georgia is starting to hit a gear. Um, and I'll say Georgia uh, you know, they're a three, four point favorite, uh, in that sec championship. So I'll say Georgia. Uh, I don't think Florida state's going to be tripped up. So I'll say Florida state is in there, uh, Michigan. And then, uh, I'll say Oregon gets in over Texas. Um, you know, even though, um, I do think Texas wins the big 12, that's going to be the tough decision to make. And, you know, for the committee, they've already kind of told us, Gill that Oregon is higher rated in their eyes than Texas and Oregon will have an opportunity to get two really good wins uh, down the stretch, a home game against Oregon State next week in the Civil War, and then the rematch in all likelihood against Washington uh, here in Las Vegas. So uh, you will know, see what happens this weekend. Uh, I know a lot of people at the network have Oregon State polling the, uh, you know, upset in the eyes of the rankings, but in the eyes of what we do, it wouldn't be an upset because Oregon State is the favorite, uh, albeit very slightly against Washington. So that'll be uh, kind of chalky, uh, but I just feel like those right now are are the teams that have the best paths. So I'll say Georgia, Florida State, uh, Michigan, and then Oregon. Yeah, I, I feel like Texas is going to be the team that gets screwed for lack of a better term at the end like i just have this feeling the the worst case the big controversy scenario to me would be if texas and if they're choosing between texas and bama and they give it to bama uh given their uh, head to head yeah yeah it's gonna be fascinating uh if that if that does unfold and 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 the gymnastics that they do to say well you know we always uh we always say you have to test yourself in the non-con and what's a bigger test than going on the road to tuscaloosa right winning that game by 10 but yeah that game was a long time ago it's yeah. more important now so well, yeah it, it will be fun but uh i i agree that'll be uh That'll be a fun day for old social media uh, if, uh, <laughs> yes, if Alabama pulls the win and Texas A&M or Texas, excuse me, is 12 and one. And they would have won head to head on the road by 10 plus points. I think I'm pulling for the uh, the fun day in old social media. All right. You yeah. you alluded to the Oregon State uh, UW game and you yep. said a lot of people here at the network have Oregon State. Am I to uh, am I to glean from that that you do not? 
Uh, I don't officially for this weekend, but it's kind of cheating because my first and biggest win total gill was over eight wins for Oregon State. So they're sitting eight and two. Uh, they win this game. They hit the over. Uh, and I'll just say this. I'm not betting Washington to get off my position. Uh, I, I, I like the matchup. I'm not in love with it. Uh, the, the, the worry I have on the Oregon State side is they, they haven't faced a quarterback or a set of receivers like what they're going to see on Saturday night in Corvallis and their secondary uh, has been had. You know, you look at their loss on the road against Washington State, a team that has absolutely fallen off the face of the earth, but Cam Ward and company lit them up through the air. Uh, Cal lit them up through the air in a very odd uh, shootout, 52-40 to 40 in Berkeley about a month ago. Uh, but then you flip it on the other side, and Washington, uh, you know, teams have been able to run on them. Oregon was able to run on them. USC was able to run on them. And that's what Oregon State wants to do. They want to run it down your throat uh, on a nightly basis. And and then, you know, this isn't, you know, necessarily uh, analytically backed. Well, I guess it is kind of uh, Booney and Corvallis is like is really hard. Uh, 17 and one ATS, I believe, is their number the last three years at home. Uh, it, it's it's ridiculous how strong Oregon State plays at home. Their only loss outright in the last three years was last year when they were a six-point home underdog to Kayla Williams and USC, and they had a bunch of opportunities to win that game, and they ultimately lost by three uh, to the Trojans. So uh, I do, if, if forced to pick it, you know, if I'm in a pick and pool, I'll probably have them in the you know Golden Nugget concert contest that I'm a part of here in town. Uh, I would look at Oregon State. There, there are some worries about the secondary guild that doesn't make me just fall in love with this pick. But ultimately, I think the beeves, I think the market moving towards the beeves is, is right. And uh, I do think, you know, being at at home night game, you know, with this type of uh, run game that they can rely on for Oregon State, that is, I think they win this this one on, on Saturday night. What do you like best this weekend? Uh, I'll give you a couple, um, you know, if <laughs> one that's going to probably make me uh, pretty, uh, pretty uh, upset at myself, I'm sure, Gil. But uh, I'll tell you this: Missouri last weekend made me look like a fool. Uh, I, I went against them. I took Tennessee, and uh, that was an incredibly inaccurate uh, uh, bet of of mine because uh, Missouri looked the part. But you know, remember this: Missouri not fully healthy uh, right now. Luther Burden, who is a stud wide receiver, still seems to be a little bit banged up, and I, I do wonder at this point. Um, you know, is this the the ultimate high point of Missouri? Look, Missouri's legit. They deserve all the uh, the accolades that they're getting. Freshly minted top ten team, but I think this situational spot is is really tricky for Mizzou, where you've played back to back games now uh, against Georgia and now Tennessee, and I think this is a bunch of points. So I'm going to take uh, as as uh, Matt humans like to call him, calls him Sunbelt Billy, uh, Billy Napier and the Gators. I'm going to catch the take the points here with Florida. Um, you know, Florida is a team last week that 52 to 35. I, I thought they were pretty competitive against LSU and uh, maybe a little bit of a bad beat. If you did have the points with Florida there uh, catching, you know, 14 or so against LSU. So I think Florida stays competitive. I think Missouri probably wins this game, but uh, I think this is a little trickier than some people anticipate there uh, with the Gators. Uh, a couple other real quickly, um, you know, the market's moving against me here a little bit, which never makes you feel great, but uh, I like Texas tech. Uh, they did just beat Kansas. Kansas. 
Uh, they're playing UCF. Uh, this is the old time of year where you're you're wondering who's who's motivated for bowl eligibility. Gil, Texas Tech is a five and five team. Their final game will be against Texas next week. So I, I think you know in, in year two of uh, of the era down there in Texas Tech, I think this is a spot where the Red Raiders at home in Lubbock. Uh, I, I I like the Red Raiders laying the short number, the two and a half, and uh, you know kind of right a little bit of a, a wrong there for uh, for what has been a bit of a disappointing year. And then lastly, I'll give you, um, let's go, uh, let's go Northwestern plus the three, you know, sure. uh, it's happy days there in, uh, in Evanston. They just gave David Braun the full-time job. So we'll take the three with the purple cats against Purdue uh, as they are five and five and trying to get to very surprising bowl eligibility there for the purple cats. So I'll take, uh, I'll take the home dog, take the three there in Evanston. Tim, thank you very much. Tim Murray, by the way, host of Eason primetime, not only 6 PM weekdays here on the network, host of the college football betting podcast, but your DC plug, your show at the DMV is yeah, the big, the big wager on Big 100 every game day on uh, on Big 100 in DC. My man, Tim, thank you so much, Tim Murray. Everybody on the show, we'll come there back. Hockey talk with Jake Hahn, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. 
A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game could change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vegas. That's code Vegas. The crown is yours. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D. Just want to read a, uh, read a couple tweets here, Kelly. This one is from Nate Green. Uh, he says at Feb SF Mono, he says, any chance we can get your Megapod picks early on X to beat the miasma, Drew Densick trademark, of panic and line movement by the bookmakers? <laughs> That's very kind of you. Uh, no, that will be on the Megapod. What could go wrong? 14-1 run on the Megapod. Drew's vocabulary, man. What did he say I was yesterday? To deep dive on my way in here and uh, dropped another word or two where I was like, geez, I don't have my dictionary handy. His quote hit was a swirling miasma of quidditch talking about the New York. I was Jets. like, oh, the Harry Potter game. Got a it. Swirling miasma of quidditch. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Jesse Welch. I could be wrong here, but I don't think Gilly's really all that sorry for not doing the pro tip jingle anymore. <laughs> Sammy does St. Louis. Uh, he says, I have some tickets on Hamlin and Mechie for comeback. Can we do a whole segment again with Jason about the handicaps of cardiac arrest versus cancer? <laughs> Power rankings of different forms of cancer would be helpful. Uh, he's poking fun at how, how uncomfortable we felt with that whole. I love our listeners. Thinking. Some yes. of you going to drive me nuts <laughs> with some of this stuff. By the way, shout out before we get to Jake Hahn and talk hockey. Shout out to Scott and Joe. The, the nice thing about being here at Bar Canada at the day. Can we give a shout out to Barcana the D Kelly? Yeah. The nice shout thing, out Barcana. The nice thing. Shout out Scott and Joe for stopping by. Is I that we're, we're not in the studio so people can hang out and watch the show. Joe and Scott. Uh, Joe is from Vancouver. Scott is actually originally from Vancouver as well. Uh, but he's in San Diego uh, now. But they came by and they are uh, they're attending the F1 race. And uh, I asked him because they were asking me, oh, how much did you pay for the roof? And I was yeah. like, how much did you, you don't mind me asking you? And they told me where they were sitting. And uh, I got one answer was an arm and a leg. And the other one threw up a five fingers. So I don't know if the, what that means. I don't know if that means 500, uh, 5,000. I don't know. Well, they said turned five at the sphere. So that, that sounds at the pricey. I don't even know. What, I don't know what turn five means, but anything, it's a sphere. I'm, at, I'm at the turn on the southeast part of that track. It's all got to be expensive. What are we talking about? You're, you're either right by the sphere or you're on the strip. Like, it's got to be expensive regardless. Ladies and gentlemen, National Hockey League talk now with our friend Jake Hahn, co-host of The Point and the Fantasy Hockey Show on Sirius XM NHL. You can follow him on Twitter at jhan 4 That's H-A-H-N and the number four. Jake, always a pleasure, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Even better now that I get to hear the, your banter before you bring me on. Always one of my favorite things. So uh, <laughs> put the smile on my face. I'm ready to talk some hockey or whatever the heck you guys want. I know there's a lot going on uh, in sports right now, and you guys are busy with football season. But uh, happy to, to chat a little puck with you here today. Look, look at this awesome hoodie that Jake has. I'm so I'm so yeah. jealous. I, yeah, I don't know if we. Yeah, look at that. I wish the team was as awesome as the hoodie guy. I, I, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing for those not not watching. He's wearing a Raptors hoodie. Uh, Old school logo. Jake, of course, comes to us from north of the border. Uh, let me. I'm going to ask you the exact same question I think I asked you at this time last year uh, about the beginnings of these hockey seasons, because this has not been something that has happened for our whole lives. But recently, we've had the start of hockey seasons where a hand, not even a handful, but like three, four teams. In this case, it's more, more than that. It's like five teams come out just blazing with these records. So this year, um, you know, some of the usual suspects are in there. The Bruins are 12 and, you know, what, 12, 1, and 2 uh, through their first 15 games. Panthers, well, not, and I won't even use them. Rangers are 11, 2. Um, 
through their 11, two and one through their first 14. The stars are 11, three and one. The Canucks and the Golden Knights, of course, everybody familiar with here, 12, three and one. I mean, these are ridiculous starts. This happened last year with three teams as well. I guess the, the it's a two part question. One, is there something to this that uh, that these teams get out to, to such ridiculous starts and just like get these huge leads? And then two, which, which are the ones that are sustainable and who's going to slough off? Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a great question, Gil. And when, when you look at it, I think sometimes it is really just comes down to confidence, right? You have a good couple of weeks to start the season, maybe a couple of things go your way and you feel like you can do it. And it just reverberates through the room and you can kind of get on one of those rules. I mean, the Bruins, I think last time I, I talked to you, uh, I brought up the point that I think the exaggeration or the, the talk of their demise was greatly exaggerated. And I, I talked about them possibly winning the Atlantic again this year at pretty good odds. And they're basically picked up right where they left off. So with their goaltending tandem, I don't really see the Bruins slowing down all that much. I think Vegas is legitimate. I think Dallas is very legitimate. Probably the team of, of all the teams you mentioned there that we've talked about the least, that has just been quietly going about their business and doing their thing. Uh, the Rangers even with goaltending injuries, continue to win games. It doesn't matter who starts for the Rangers. I think the one team of, of all of those that you mentioned that have this great record to start the season that a lot of people are maybe looking at to come back to earth a little bit is the Vancouver Canucks. They won again last night in comeback fashion. They actually play again tonight. They're on the second half of a back-to-back in Calgary tonight, an all-Canadian matchup. That's the team where you look at the numbers, some of the underlying numbers, and you say, okay, there's going to be a little bit of regression here. But I do think a lot of what they're doing is legit. They've got uh, someone in the Hart Trophy conversation, Elias Patterson. They've got Quinn Hughes in the Norris conversation. They've got Thatcher Demko in the Vesna conversation. They've got the parts at all the important places on a hockey team. So I think they're legit, but I, I also do think that their record is a little bit unsustainable right now. You bring up the Hart Trophy in that uh, conversation right there. So let's talk a little Hart Trophy. The usual suspects at the top, Connor McDavid of the Oilers at plus 330. Austin Matthews of the Leafs at 6-1, to one, along with David Pashnak of the Bruins, by the way, at 6-1. to one. What do you think about this? If someone wants to make a Hart Trophy bet right now, what's the bet? Yeah, I think this is a great conversation, guys. And what I want to start with in all of this is, like, we have to talk about the favorite. The favorite is Connor McDavid. We knew that going into the season. He was basically an even money pick him favorite to start the year. So he's actually come down a little bit. And the Oilers have been the biggest story in the NHL. Their struggles, they got a coach fired. Now they've turned it around with a few wins in a row. But I think a lot of that has to do with the schedule. Two of those games against a, a struggling Seattle team. One of those games against another struggling Islanders team as well. So I'm not going to read a whole lot into that. And McDavid just doesn't look himself this year. And for McDavid to win this award, guys, the Oilers will have to make the playoffs, which they certainly can. Uh, but he he's also going to have to win the scoring race by margin, I believe, for him to win the win the Hart Trophy. And I don't think the odds have adjusted quite yet. I think that it should be closer to where Matthews and Pasternak and even Jack Hughes are. Uh, Hughes was the flavor of October. He gets injured, goes down. So um, does sound like he's going to come back soon. And if he picks up where he left off, he'll be very much in this conversation. Uh, I've made bets on Nikita Kucherov at, at 20 to one uh, guys. He's won this award before and he's capable of going out there and putting up 120 points this year. He, he is that good. He is that skilled. And if Tampa makes the playoffs in a year where they've had some injuries and Vasilevsky's not there to start the season, um, he could be viewed in that Hart Trophy light. So I like Kutrov, uh in where he's at on the odds board. And if you want to take a deeper shot, guys, how about Sid the Kid? He's not a kid anymore. <laughs> he's, he's deep into his 30s now, but he's playing like a kid. He's playing like someone in his mid-20s. It's incredible to watch the level that he's playing at right now. 
And I think if he puts up 100 points in a season at his age and gets Pittsburgh into the playoffs, a lot of voters are going to view that as a hard trophy season. So Crosby, he's down in that 100 to 1 range. I, I think he could be worth a little sprinkle here. Right? Ooh, I like that because that then you're right. He will win any narrative award, you know, any narrative yeah. of this award. 100 to 1, by the way, Nikita Kucherov at 18 to 1 at DraftKings. Um, Hart Trophy, by the way, Hockey Talk for MVP. Vezina Trophy, uh, I always get to, I always love this because I get to use the word adjudged. The goaltender adjudged to be the best at his position. What are your thoughts on that? market for Vezina. I mean, it's hard to go against the Bruins goaltenders, guys. I, I hit Linus Olmark last year, right around this time of the season, actually. It was about a month into the season. It was in November, and Olmark was around 35-1, to 1, and he was having a great start to the season. So I got in on that. Ultimately, he won it. I think you could look at his counterpart in Jeremy Swayman right now and say, okay, maybe, it's, maybe he's just going to pass the award over to his teammate. And they, they split starts. They go back and forth no matter who is playing well or who is playing poorly. They almost never play poorly. They just continue to go back and forth between Swayman and Olmark. So maybe it's Swayman's year, but I, I do like Aiden Hill in Vegas. Uh, he like he has this great playoff run. Vegas wins the cup. He gets the contract for it. He's splitting starts with uh, Logan Thompson there as well. But I think he's still going to get, uh, you know, probably about 60% of the starts there for Vegas. And if Vegas continues to win most games the way that they are right now, Aiden Hill's numbers continue. I think he's going to build a really strong case for himself. So I understand why Demko's moved up to being the favorite and Ottinger's having a solid start to the season as well. And they always got to protect themselves, even though Igor Shosturkin's been hurt. You got to protect yourself with that number. But um, give me Aiden Hill right now based on, on where the odds market is. Aiden Hill, 16-1 to 1 at DraftKings for the Vezina Trophy. Nine games in the NHL tonight. Jake, what is your favorite one of them? Oh, man, there's there's a lot a lot to pick from, and we're seeing the NHL go overseas as well to Europe, play some games in, uh, in Sweden. So we get some daytime hockey as well over the next few days. Um, Tampa, Chicago, give me the over six and a half in that game. Guys, I, I like it to be loose. It was 5-3. They just played this game last week. It was actually 4-2 after the first period. Uh, and slow it down, and we'll continue to play the uh, the Connor Bedard shop prop. I like the Adrian Kempe shop prop at West tonight as well. Jake, really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Always great talking with you guys. Enjoy the weekend. You too. Jake Hahn, of course, co-host of The Point in the Fantasy Hockey Show, Sirius XM NHL. Again, at Hahn 4 Always love chatting with J- with Jake. Such a, such a, oh, he's awesome. Such a nice, amiable guy. Gets yeah. you into hockey. By the way, I'm making that Crosby bet. Totally making it. I'm making the Aiden Hill one. Dan Lebitard next on DK Network. We're coming back with the Crackman next. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 